Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hey friends, back again for another week. It's 10-minute Tuesday time. I get asked this question frequently, maybe more than most others. Uh, Why do people prefer the darkness rather than the light? Why do people choose ignorance over awareness? Why do people stay in their small, scared space rather than growing or changing or improving their life? Why do people accept lies, knowing their lies? Why do people pretend Why do people play games? Why do people choose to stay in dysfunction rather than dealing with it and moving on? It seems like such a strange question. It seems like, especially for those who've tasted and experienced the joy of growth, development, improvement, it it seems like such a strange thing that anyone would prefer to stay separate from that and disconnected from themselves and the planet and each other and even God. So why? And it's a question that I consider frequently because uh, I look around just like everyone else does and it would seem that the majority of people do prefer the darkness rather than the light. Uh, I always remember from my Christian heritage, uh, you know, one of, one of the, uh, the gospel writer John, one of his complaints was that the light of the world came into the world and people preferred darkness. And, you know, the God himself showed up amongst us and people said, oh, no, we prefer to stay in our own darkness. Thanks. The light is, is too light. <laughs> and then they killed him. They killed Jesus. So uh, I've, got, I've got a few thoughts about why people choose the darkness rather than the light. But, um, it's always interesting doing a podcast. Um, you might think it comes easy to me. Um, I don't think it comes easy at all. I'm, I'm non-negotiable about only saying something when I've got something to say. And it turns out I do have something to say most weeks. But the process of finding the right thing to say is always interesting. And tonight as I was eating dinner and having a few glasses of wine and enjoying my family's company and the conversations we're having, I, I just felt moved to come and talk to this issue. So I have had a few wines and that might colour how I'm talking and the way that I'm talking about this. So take that, take that into consideration uh, while you're listening to this conversation. But uh, I think there are, are a few presuppositions that are useful to consider before answering this question. A presupposition for those playing along at home are uh, uh, statements that are accepted as true, that you can work from. It's like, yeah, if we accept that this is the territory, then we can build from there. If we haven't accepted that, then it's hard to pin down any concrete stuff to work from to solve this problem. Um, <clears throat> so here, here are a few presuppositions that I've found useful in thinking about this issue. Number one, people are inherently good. There's nothing still in 42 years of living, I think I'm still 42, I have not seen anything that would lead me lead me to believe that people are not inherently good. I refuse to refuse. I, I haven't. I have no cause to to change that presupposition. I I do believe people are inherently good. And second thing I believe is that people are doing the best they know how. Um, 
and and along the lines of that, life is fucking hard. It like it really is. It's hard to be human. So people are good. They're doing the best they know how, and it's difficult. It really is difficult to show up to life as a human being. It's a complex world we live in, and getting more and more and more complex every day. So. The fact that anyone works this out, the fact that anyone experiences joy and peace and hope and life and their relationships flourish and they are a good human being, it, it is the exception, not the norm. It's not to be taken for granted. When someone shows up living a genuinely good life, um, that is a, a shining light of what we are capable of and it is hard fought. Uh, over dinner, Gat was talking about the fact that sometimes it, it feels like it's too hard doing the work on yourself. And it seems that those who don't do the work on themselves get away with it. Um, I'm not sure that's true. You may have heard me describe the the implications of unresolved insecurity as uh, as ultimately leading to madness. And I'm convinced that that's true. You don't get away with it if you don't work out how to be a good human being you suffer significantly to the point of madness. I had a conversation this afternoon with someone. As I was writing, they came and interrupted me, someone I've known for some time, and the conversation lasted five minutes, and um, none of it made sense. And um, none of the conversation followed any sequence. They said some things. I replied. They didn't reply to my reply. They said something else, and then walked away, and it was it was such a such a reminder about the fact that ah, the human being it, it disintegrates without the energy it's the law of entropy things naturally move towards randomness and chaos unless you deliberately improve them and so if you don't work on becoming a good human being you end up becoming a dysfunctional human being so so let's just work on the fact that the reason why people stay in the darkness, stay in dysfunction, choose to believe lies, even knowing they're lies, choose to accept bullshit, choose to not challenge the status quo, choose to not ask honest questions is because that it really is hard to do any of that. And, and at some point, people kind of feel like it's too hard and, and they give up. I was reminded about Marianne Williamson's great quote, uh, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God and your plain small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. And it's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I've always loved the ending to that and, and held that to be self-evident and true. Um, I'm not so sure that I agree with that final statement anymore. Because uh, the more I reflect on the data, that doesn't that doesn't seem to be how it works. Sometimes, uh, our, as we let our own light shine, it actually intimidates those around us. It terrifies. It threatens. It infuriates. It alarms. It separates. Uh, 
and then sometimes causes people to further bunker down into their own dysfunction and continue to choose the darkness rather than the light even though you may have found an experience of the light so uh i think i think really sorry i just dropped my pen that may have been loud in your ears <laughs> i think i think three things are probably useful to point out this this point in our conversation not really a conversation i'm just talking and you're listening but i always assume we're having a conversation and i appreciate your ears and love these conversations i think firstly it's an issue of skill uh, i think being a human is really hard and and there are not great schools for how to do that so most people i think are grossly ill-equipped to be good human beings so if you if you don't you've never received training for the job that's in front of you it's very hard to do well at it and of course then you're going to find uh, safe pockets to survive in that that you you know that are safe so you, you are doing the minimum requirement but, but at least you're not failing so i think that's that's what happens with most people they don't know how to be good humans so they just try and not be bad human they just try and get by they try and not stand out they try and go with what everyone else is doing they try and not make a fool of themselves they try and not do anything that would embarrass them so they can't actually have strong opinions they just have to have popular opinions i think it's also also an issue of confidence um it's it takes great confidence to step into the light to be honest to be true to confront dysfunction to address issues to face up to challenges to address lies when they're told to us and and most people are not confident they, they may be confident in their ability to have a flash of courage and step into the light but they're not confident that they can sustain that light and so because of their lack of confidence they just think well probably better than i just pretend that i don't know what i know and just go back to what's safe known and comfortable uh, and it's also an issue of insecurity. Of course, I'm going to say that, but not because I have to, but because that's the only thing that makes sense. The deep fear of inadequacy, the fear of that I don't matter, I'm not good enough, that I'm going to be found out, that there's some problem with me, that at my core I'm bad. So I can't afford to step into the light because the light will reveal the thing about me that I like least and I'll be found out once and for all. So the light is the most dangerous thing in the whole world. Truth terrifies. Truth is the biggest problem. Therefore, life consists of game playing and moving from one hideout to the next and doing it cleverly and putting all your best energy into proving yourself and defending yourself which ultimately leads to madness because that use of energy also weakens the human being, weakens our psyche dramatically. So, you know, when I think about the Insecurity Project, when I think about you good people who tune in each week and are committed to doing the work, who buy books, who do courses, who get coaching, who fight the good fight, I, I get moved because uh, even though it's hard and even though it's rare, it's our hope that there are some people willing to do what it takes to live a good life, to be good human beings, to not add to the problem but to be part of the solution. So I applaud you. I acknowledge your courage. And even though you might feel like it costs you more than it rewards you, uh, the alternative is bleak and and everyone loses. Of course everyone would want to be in the light. Of course everyone 
wants pleasure, not pain. Of course, everyone wants to experience joy. They just don't know how. They just think it's too hard and they're not sure that they deserve it. So go easy on those around you that that seem to choose darkness over the light. Count yourself incredibly fortunate that in some way you have found enough of the light and tasted the fruit of it to keep going on your journey and do whatever it takes to add to the collective consciousness to increase the goodness in the world, the love in the world, the joy in the world, the peace in the world. Show up with nothing to prove and nothing to defend. Be generous, be kind. Show up with, with love in your heart. And for those who perhaps are considering truth and honesty and facing up rather than running away, maybe for the first time, um, I, I can't tell you it's going to be easy. I can't tell you it's going to be safe. I can't tell you you're going to enjoy it. I can't tell you it's not going to cost you everything because it's going to be all of those things It's and, and more. Um, but I'm sure it's going to be worth it, not just for you, but for the world. So, look, I think that's all I've got to say tonight. Um, I'm going to go watch SAS because it's a great TV show and really enjoy it. I'll talk to you later. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.